0: All right, everybody, we're going to get started, oh, Heavenly Father. We thank you so much for this time you've given us to get into your word. We appreciate you for being so loving, for being so kind, for being who you are. And as we navigate this text on spiritual warfare, I pray um, that every demonic spirit in this press that's present in this room will be silenced. Every demonic spirit that may try to war against me, myself, well, that's me too, but my family. Anyone connected to me, I counsel every plot and scheme against the devil as I retaliate, as I navigate this text on spiritual warfare. And we thank you, Lord, for that authority that you've given me and these young people. I protect them as well uh, from any type of spiritual warfare that may come against the word that's about to be placed in them about being strong in you. So, Lord, we thank you that your strength will be manifested in this room today that we'll navigate and understand more what this text means about spiritual warfare. And once again, we appreciate you, Father. In name we do pray. Amen. Uh, Last week, we talked about what spiritual warfare is. We talked about how not last week, two weeks, two or three weeks ago, we talked about how that each and every one of us are in this warfare. Nobody in this room is on the sidelines. Nobody in this room is watching live on TV. Everybody is in the field. Everybody is in the game of this thing called spiritual warfare. And it's important for you as young people, because the enemy's objective is to prey on your ignorance to prey on your negligence, to prey on your, the fact that you are unfamiliar with what's around you. And so um, right now, you're going to feel sleepy. Right now, you're going to feel toned out. Right now, you're going to feel different type of feelings, potentially uh, not to engage this, because spiritual warfare, uh, right now, I'm engaging in spiritual warfare um, because they don't want you guys to understand what it is that we're going to talk about today. But let's go ahead and uh, read... Um, this I believe, is Ephesians, Ephesians six. It says, "Finally, be strong in the Lord, and in the strength of His might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes or plots of the devil." Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me that words may be given to me and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. But uh, we're going to focus on the first verse, which says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Now, why is it important? Why is it that we can't trust our own strength when it comes to spiritual warfare? We're weak. That's, it's crazy how, if you look at the uh, uh, everyday vernacular, when it comes to week and weekend, like the English language has a lot of uh, uh, spell, and that's why they call it spelling, right? Um, they want you week through your week so that you're weakened by your week's end. It, this, this, this thing that we navigate in as far as language can be detrimental if we don't understand the warfare in it. But like you said, a lot of us um, are not tapped in enough us to be able to secure victory. So why, what else about um st- our strength that proves to be weak when it comes to spiritual warfare? Yes. Uh, it tires out too quickly because we don't have perseverance in that area. That's right. What was what was your, what was your main point of what you said? Uh, when we're not solid anymore. Solid, and then you said uh, tire out. tire out. What does solid in the world look like to you? Anyone? Still in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Was that was that it like to you as far as what it means to be solid in the Word of God? So, uh, like you solid like spend time with God, like mm-hmm. you don't spend time with side with God. It's almost like in order to be solid, we have to solidify. I have to solidify a time. I have to make sure that that I understand. Just like all of us know that with our Apple phones or Samsung, whatever device you have, can your off one charge? Can a phone last for weeks? Mm, yeah. nope. What do we do every night throughout the day? Multiple times. What do we do? Every- we recharge, yeah, we scroll, we scroll, we charge. But we charge our phones because we know that our phones in of itself cannot sustain strength unless it's plugged into the what? The source, right? So the thing is, let me ask this question. What are some sources that we are plugged into that we think will strengthen us but really don't strengthen us? Friends, so how are friends not enough? As a source. Because they can at any time turn their back on you. At any time. And imagine being plugged into a person for two years, and then the socket disappear. Like you no longer that thing is not there no more. You can't plug in. Then all of a sudden, if you are unfamiliar of the big socket, you know what I'm saying? Then then you'll find yourself out of pocket. But what you about say? Uh, And what about our flesh proves? Why do we make that flesh our source? We don't. We don't. Anybody else? A girlfriend or boyfriend. Relationships. Why, why do we tend to make that our source and it proves not to be sufficient? Because you think that, like, you need someone to be with, but the only person you're going to, need to be with at that time is God. That's real. That's real. Go ahead, sweetie. Outside information. And how does that play a part? Um, you know, most of us, as humans, we feel as though we are going to get higher knowledge from, like, you know, knowledgeable people and things like that. And although um, expanding your intelligence is key, um, that's not your own source, because I keep you every time. Every time. Now, the point she was saying was, um, "What did you say in regards to what I asked the first time?" She said, "Solid," and you said, "Oh, tired out. Tired out." When you understand that most of us, we've lived more as, uh, as, uh, in our physical realm than we have in our spiritual realm. Like we eat, we drink, we sleep, we engage. We do we ninety eight percent of our life's engagement is physical, when it should have been spiritual, right? So now when the physical body runs out, now all of a sudden we have no strength in our spirit, man. That's why I say, what if we ate as many meals as we do physically that we do spirit as we should spiritually? Like like, what's a snack spiritually? What's a meal spiritually? Let, let's think about that from a from a metaphorical standpoint. Like, what's a meal spiritually? That's a good meal spirit that, that really feeds that spirit man. Praise and worship. Praise and worship. Dang, Ahmad, okay, Ahmad. Mm-hmm. Ahmad mm-hmm. came to play after that Euro step. Mm-hmm. Ahmad <laughs> a different man. Ahmad <laughs> a different man. <laughs> <No problem. laughs> Amar. I might have to sit over there. You on, go ahead, Amad. What would you about to say, my brother? Uh, yeah, praise and worship. Praise and worship. How does praise and worship become a meal for the spirit man or woman? Uh, or spirit person. A you, feel a connection with God. you feel a connection. What's praise and worship to you all? Let's let's take let's park there a little bit. What does that look like to you all? What what makes that time or moment sweet to you all? Go ahead, go ahead, chef. Um I would say for me, um, a time where no one's looking you your praise and worship. But then also when people are looking, You're praise and worship. But for me, I would say no praise and worship just when people are around. Praise and worship when people are not around. Yeah. Like your worship. OK, Chester, our worship here should be a reflection of our worship at home. I think sometimes we look at worship as like like for me, I, I try to coach people on how to uh, scale spiritually and develop spiritually. And I tell them that like sometimes you have to bask in a moment of just vulnerability, where you play that worship song and you just sit there and let your spirit man soak for strength, but also let your soul cry. Like, like some of us, we go and some of us are strong because we have to be strong for others. But, but we don't realize that we need in order for us to be strong for others, we have to be weak to him. Like when I'm weak to him, that's when I get strength. And sometimes we go days and days being strong for other people that we never go into the presence of God and say, God, hey, man, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to let the playlist run. I'm going to let the playlist repeat until my spirit man strengthens my soul enough so that I can be enough for the next week. And worship is one of those moments that I think sometimes we have to understand that I need that private time with God so that I can be strong in my public time with him. Meaning that, that if, I, if I'm not a worshiper and worship is not just what we do in church or what we do at the house, like what I do in, 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 in uh, reverencing him becomes the way I worship through my life. Like, like I always say this all the time. It's like when God takes a sniff or a whiff of your life, is it a fragrance or is it an odor? Like worship gives a fragrance. Like mindset gives a fragrance. Like God, I'm going to worship you with my life. God, I'm going to literally make sure that every part of me worships you, honors you, and it makes that time more. A, a, a delicate and a necessity. Like, like these next three days, I'm off, man. Listen, like, like I'm going in the chamber. <laughs> like, like, I got Mr. Ezzy has carried a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And I, I got, I, I'm excited about my breaks because if I don't take advantage and be broken before Him, I'm going to be broken in front of you all, right? And so worship is like I gotta give my spirit that time um, to rejuvenize, to, 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 and that's why the devil's after that. Like he doesn't want you to feel God near. He doesn't want you to feel the 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 the. He doesn't want you to become familiar with what the uh, how powerful worship becomes to you all. That's why I tell people make a worship playlist. Like like I don't care if if you got to go for a walk. There's been times I went on walks and had a had a a, a headphones in. I'm crying, you know what I'm saying? And, And I'm like God, I needed that because if we don't know how to to be bare before God, naked before God, hear what I'm saying when naked I ain't talking about, but what I'm saying, like, being, like, transparent and vulnerable with him, then we can't be strong in front of them. What's another thing that helps feed the spirit, man, that strengthens it? Go ahead, swear. Praying and Praying and tell. How does that? How does that help? You're, like, you're saying the things that you want to say that you can't say in English. That's real. Yeah, so, like, you were trying to express, like, your like, your innermost, like, feelings, but you don't know how to express it in English, so you say it, so you start praying in tongues, and then, like, you just start feeling, like, your spirit now being built up in, like, a peace. In, like, home. It's like it's like stirring. Like, the Bible says, build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Like Like, we are the cheat code in this world. That's why the devil wants us to be the tail and not the head underneath instead of above only like he wants us to follow the world's trends right he wants us to to not tap into that spiritual gear that's why I love what Pastor Marlon Gould said today as far as like we don't like the revival in Osbury who's familiar I've heard about that right now you have thousands upon thousands of people going to a place to experience there's nothing wrong with that but when you're of that place. You can be um, Altsbury, like you, like like the Ezzy Revival, like, like you know what I'm saying? Whatever your last name is, so that's the revival in me. Like, if I'm revived, I can't revive, right? But praying in the Holy Ghost, man, I know as a 37-year-old, and, I, and, and I'm saying this because I'm not like 60 or 70, where y'all be like, oh, man, he old. That's some old for them old saints. The old folks praying in tongues. I'm young enough to be like, yo, fam, that stuff works. And there's some people that can testify, And maybe we can have a moment where anybody want to testify about praying in tongues. Literally, it feels like you're charging yourself. It's almost like, you know, I can go home getting my word, plug it in in an electrical socket, and it may charge my phone incrementally over a period of time. But you ever had that fast charger thing and you put your phone on that thing and that thing. That's how praying in tongues. I can go home getting my word. That may be a slow charge. You know what I'm saying? I, I can go come to worship. That may be a slow charge. I'll be charged by the end of the day. Sometimes I need that tap, that that thing that said, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I don't jump forty percent in four minutes because the, in the situation I'm in right now is requiring me to be tapped in. What is the benefit of being tapped in in, this, in in the Holy Ghost praying in tongues? What, what? How can that be a benefit in your day to day interactions and in warfare? Yes. Different level. So, different level. Okay. It, it, it opens up like a whole different dimension. A whole different, you're yep. Able to just, it's kind of like one of those matrix things. You, you see the spirit, it's different. You see the numbers. It's like, it's a whole new experience. It's a whole new experience. And that's why he's after that. Demons don't want you because they can't understand what you're saying. Like, like they want you to be in English all the time. They want you to be in your native tongue all the time. But when you tap into that spiritual tongue, you don't know. That's why I'm so I'm so glad I have a, 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 a um, the Holy Spirit in me that can communicate to the full Godhead, that can communicate to the heavenly realm, that even I can't interrupt it. I can't even interfere with it. That, that he's speaking on my behalf and, and, and not only charging me, but also communicating for me in a dimension in a different realm. And that's powerful. Like, who's all seen the Matrix? We've all seen the Matrix. The first one, I think the first one when they shot the bullets at him. How can something so fast be so slow to you? That's how the Christian life is supposed to be. Everything should be in such, in such a slow motion that it won't cause no commotion in your life. Like, you can see it, like I'm, I'm in a river right now. I'm in a different gear right now. Don't let me just let me ride. Let me flow with it. You feel what I'm saying? So, what I'm saying is, when we tap in and we worship and we're reading our word and, we're, and we understand that we're uh, in warfare, the devil should be like, man, we wasting bullets shooting at them. Because they can see it in my way. So now, when you've been tapped, we've experienced tapped in, tapped out. When we tapped out, you fall in love with a guy, you fall in love with a girl, you fall, you you start developing friendships. And then when you tapped into the Holy Ghost, you start seeing them different. Now you start seeing a ghost in them. You're like, oh, you got demons in you. Like, I see the plot and scheme. Like, that's why when I pray before my messages, that's real talk I'm doing. Like, right now, my wife and daughter's not with me right now. I have to make sure that I'm not just preaching and reaching, but not protecting my family. We have the authority to say, I counsel every plot and scheme. I have like, that's why I look, man, she and she in a different realm right now. Pastor, oh, Gould. like she, she, she on another level right now. Like when she talked about how, what she say today? She said, um, man, I forgot. It'll come to me. But, but, We got to get to a place where we say, I got to go so deep that I can see them when they creep. I can see them a mile away. What's around you right now that is the devil bringing landmines, satanic schemes and plots around you that you are oblivious to? That's scary business. Like, I tell people all the time that the friend in your life right now was friendly in the beginning so that you can be make friends with them. The whole time, they're a ticking bomb to destroy you the whole time. And the demons are laughing, saying they don't they've been they allowed my demon to be around them for five months. And all of a sudden now, not only are they still five months from you. Now they're going to five years from you. Because what happens to most people? They never get over the person. So demons are saying, I may not take your... The, the devils can care less about taking a saved person's heaven from them. They know who's sealed by the Holy Ghost, who's going to heaven. Their goal for Christians who are saved is not to rob them of heaven, but to rob them of having heaven on earth. I'm not trying to take heaven from me because I can't take heaven from you because that, that's not in my jurisdiction. But all I can do is to make your life a living hell. It, it, so even though you may miss hell, but you experience some hell in this realm and demons do it. And that's why spiritual warfare is essential, because you got to say, I'm not strong enough to select a man. I'm not strong enough to select a woman. I'm not strong enough to select friends. I'm not smart enough. That's why like whoever you're dating right now, whoever your friends with right now, did you even have enough time to consult God about them? Cuz how do we cuz I, I promise promise right now, 5 years from now, the enemy's plot against you would be so clear you'd be like, "Man, I should have never been friends with them. I should have never dated them cuz there was a demon in disguise." Are you entertaining? Are you entertaining demons right now unaware plotting against you, right? So our strength, I realize, and that's why I'm so glad, man, I, I don't mind arranged marriages. I don't, I think we should all have arranged, no, we ain't talking about your mom and daddy doing it. <laughs> we talking about let, let God pick your man and woman. Like, 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 my wife, man, 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 bro, like if I were to pick somebody else, no matter how many arguments we've had, no matter how, that's marriage, man. Marriages, marriages work, right? But oh my God if I would have married the wrong one, had a baby by the wrong one, man, fam. so I'm so glad God broke, that's why I'm telling you right now, don't break down when God breaks you up from the person that was going to break you down even worse. Like, if God breaks you from someone, don't leave the room, don't get me wrong, you're going to be emotionally, because you're emotionally invested, you're going to be emotionally hurt, but sometimes you got to say, God, did you break this up? Because sometimes, God's been trying to break up certain things in your life, but because we feel broken without that thing, we keep that thing when God said, I'm the one that's supposed to mend you. I man, I'm telling you some things we have to say, God, I'm going to let you pick them. I'm going to let you pick the house we live in. I'm going to let you pick the land. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you pick everything for me because my strength. It's not strong. It says, finally, be strong in where? The Lord and in the strength of his might. Let's break this down. It says, finally, be, be. Let's look at the word be. Be by definition means to exist, to be present, to occur, to take place, to occupy a position in a space, having the state, quality, identity, nature, or role, etc. So be, they call us what? Human what? Do they call us human doings? They call, they call us human beings, right? They don't call us human havings. They don't call us human, human doings. They call us human beings, right? That, there's this thing I talk about all the time is that uh, can not get three people to tell me what they want to have in their possession for a long period of time 10 years from now? What do you want to have? Yes? Gold and silver. Gold and silver. Why? Uh, because that is the Lord's currency. <laughs> that's the Lord's that's currency. The- that's the- that's the- they can't they can't they can't change it. That's why even the gays, they they they're they're uh f- their rainbow ain't the real rainbow colors. Think about this, think about this. God had the rainbow trademark. The rainbow is God's design. The gays, the demons were smart enough to know to say, you know what, that's God's trademarked emblem. So we can't keep the same colors. See, we can't, we can't, we gotta change a color in there to make it our own, right? So the thing we have to understand is that, you, okay, you wanna have gold and silver, right? Somebody else. Who else what do you wanna have? Go ahead, go ahead, Chess. A job. And what, what kind of job? You want your own, like brand or that kind of thing, right? Cool. Who else? What else do you wanna have? Yes, sir? I wanna have a good home. Good home. Dang, am Dang, Dang I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> So, in order for me to have the gold and the silver, in order for me to have a thriving brand, in order for me to have a home, I gotta do something different I've ever done before. In order for me to do something I've never done before, I have to be someone I've never been before. In order for me to be someone I've never been before, I gotta be with God evermore. The more I'm with Him, the more I become like Him. The more I become like Him, the more I do things like Him. And the more thing, the more that I do things, the more I have. A home is important, like. I got to be you got to become I can speak on this because like, right now, like, like I take this very seriously. Like my job as a man is to give my wife a house and my job is to make sure she is, is at such a piece that she gets that she takes the house. I've given her and make it a home for all of us. Right. But the issue for a lot of men is they want a home, but they're not a home themselves. Until I become the thing is, we got to turn our house into a home, a home for who? Yeah. God. But the same, you are on the right path. God first, right? Yeah. What is the living conditions for the Holy Ghost in your house right now? Like, imagine if the Holy Ghost was like, if God was in flesh again, right? And He came to you. What are we doing before? You know, God coming in in two hours. What are we doing to the house? Or or, or, or or someone that you, your best friend, your, your whoever, someone coming over, what are we doing? We're cleaning, why? So the house will be dirty. The thing is, we got to say, when was the last time we had a deep cleaning to give the Holy Spirit a nice place to dwell? So now I got to look at my heart and be like, how is my apartment? Like, Like how's my is, it, it, how's my heart like? Like... What what is it like? Like, like is is he is he living where he's stuck in a corner because it's dirty everywhere? Like, like, or or are we creating a home that says, Holy Spirit, I'm gonna be at peace, I'm gonna be settled? Because you can have a clean home but a dirty atmosphere. How many homes we've been in Immaculate? Ain't a dust around, but you can cut the tension with a butter knife. Clean house. Husband over here, wife over here, the house is tense to the point to where any electrical thing that happens can blow up the whole home. Like, but God is saying, man, can you create a home for the Holy Spirit? Because if if he's not at home, no one around me would be at home because the Holy Spirit is the one that gives you peace. How is love, joy, peace strengthening traits in a person's life? How is this quest work? It creates like resilience and stability. And how does that help with the people that that, that are around you? Because if you're stable, then you you're kind of like a what's it? A thermostat or whatever? Yeah. So your energy kind of uh, affects everybody. It affects everybody. So no matter that's why I, I care about the as the experience. The as the experience I I've designed. <laughs> Like, like the vibes you feel from me, those who's around me often, that's a design vibe. Like you have the opportunity to design people's experience when they engage your presence. How, how far does your presence go out from you? Think about it. How far, how far does your presence go? Think about it like right now. Someone is feeling my presence through a YouTube video, but are they close to me? There's somebody watching. I look at my analytics all the time. There's people watching in China. There's people watching in the Netherlands. People watching in South America. People watching everywhere. They're feeling my presence even if I'm not present. Right now, <clears throat> I remember one time, I think it was you, Lydia. It was last year. And I was, I was, you saw I had my book back on and my keys in my hand. And you was like, Ms. Ezra, where are you going? And I was like, I'm just going, I'm going the car to get something. You said something I'll never forget. You was like, I, don't, you said something. Don't leave because just in case I need you. You probably don't remember, but I realized that man, even when you leave the building, people get a little nervous. They're gonna be like, "Man, he's an insurance policy." Like he's like, if 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 I'm going through something, just a look at like who's a person that you can look at and you gain strength from. You can just name somebody, your mom. So you get that phone call from your mom. You had a bad day. What is that one phone call with your mom doing? She's she in the Bahamas right now. She ain't even here. What does that do to you? Lift, me up. Lift you up. Somebody else? My dad. Your dad. Me. Your dad could be at work and you're somewhere else. What does that conversation with your dad do? A five minute conversation, no matter what you felt for five hours, that five minute conversation does what to you? Feel empowered. Empowered. What you about to say, Harmony? Oh, and what does your grandma do for you? Oh, she just like me All the time. Just the thought of them, just the thought of them, just a the conversation changes your whole dynamic. Now, let's flip it. When people think of you, how do they feel? Do they avoid or do they go after you? That strength is warfare. The devil doesn't want you to be a place of peace because peace is contagious. <clears throat> he don't want you to be loving because love is contagious. Ever since I've been in the school system, man, for instance... Today was the day. I was, I was, and he, he's, he listens to my YouTube video. And I, I, I didn't even know. His name, I ain't going to say his name. He's a kid. I was at Publix. I was told to get fried chicken and apple pie. My wife was like, I ain't cooking. Mama said, come over. But she said, before we come over, can you get some chicken and some apple pie? You know, so I said, I got y'all. I go inside the Publix, get, my, get the chicken, two boxes of chicken, big thing of apple pie. Yeah. I'm checking out the self-checkout line. This kid comes up to me. He says, Mr. Ed, do you remember me? I said, my, my, y'all grow up so fast, where do I know you from? <laughs> he says, I was in you and your wife's mentoring program at Briarwood Elementary. He says, I haven't forgotten about you. He says, I watch your videos all the time and my mom. I'm walking out of Publix, took my glasses so off, I was like, man, my eyes get a little moist. <laughs> <laughs> I talked, because he, he just followed me out, because I think he's getting buggies. I said, man, how old are you at? You work, you got a job? So that must have been fourth. I've been working at the school here for three years. So he probably, he, he's probably in high school now. And I said, I said, how you doing? He says, man, I'm doing great, man. I'm actually working on some things for my life. And I'm like, you never know what your presence can do to someone. I ain't been in that school for four years. And this kid over here said, I'll still watch you. You don't know what your impact is. That's warfare. I, one conversation with some of you all like, like, could, could have changed the whole trajectory of your life. That's I take. I don't care how tired... And I told Brev... I think I don't know if I said it to your face. Oh no, Have I said it to your face? Like, I remember one time Brev, he just won the just conversation. I was dog tired, But I talked to Brev like I had full strength in me. Because I didn't want Brev to feel like, oh, he has time. Like, with kids, bro, when I, one thing I realized in my, my profession, in my position, fam, you got to treat every kid like it's yours. Because kids, man... You don't know what they don't have at home. You know, I'm not talking about breath. Like I'm t- talking about, but talking to him or anyone, you got to take every moment in your presence seriously because you don't know what type of warfare that's done for somebody. That's why you got to, as, as a, as a uh, warfare person, you got to say, man, I got to spend time with God. I got to worship. I got to pray so that when people are in my presence. I can change the whole trajectory of their life. That's why the enemy doesn't want you, truth, man. That's why you have to find your B. Like you got to be the human being that God wants you to be, because the Bible says, "Be strong in the Lord." So, what are some things I have to be in Him? If I try to be like anybody else in Him, I can't really get the full strength from Him. Imagine me trying to be. Me and Josh got the same name. If I go to Josh Olive and I say, Josh, today, for the rest of my life, I'm gonna be him. I may still be in the Lord. No, 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 don't knock them. No, please understand where I'm going with this. Just, we got the same name. <clears throat> but whatever's for Joshua Ejike Eze, whatever's for me, if I'm Joshua Olive, if I'm if I'm if my human being is being him, how can I really feel strengthened by God to be me? That's why the issue is. The greatest warfare that you can be against the enemy is to be your full self, is to be who you were created to be. That's why God makes God makes originals. Devils make copies. God never made a copy. The only the only the only thing I took from my dad is his looks, his mannerisms. That's all I took from him. I st- Even though I look like him, I can't be like him because we're two different people. What I'm saying is God made you an original. The devil wants to make you a copy because your originality is a weapon against his order of, of demonic system. So you got to ask yourself, are you endeavoring to be him, to be you to the full in the fullness of him? So that when you present it in front of them, they can see him through you. One thing that's beautiful about the Christian faith versus the Islamic faith: the Islamic belief system says the women have to cover everything, the women have to like the women have to all look the same. The men have to look like nobody can really be in a rig. You never really heard of, uh, of of of, of, of gospel. No, no knock to the people who may who are Muslim. But what I'm saying is like, like who like is there Muslim music? Like is there is there a Muslim rap? Is there a Muslim art? The thing about the Christian faith is God said I'm I'm trying to change you, but I'm not trying to change you. I'm trying to change you the sinful side to be more like me, but I'm not trying to change what makes you unique. So God said, "Man, where where would you like in modest? Like be you. Like that's like man." I'm not gonna change my laugh. That's my laugh. If it annoys you, my bad. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna change my voice. I'm not gonna change how I present myself, because that's me. A burger restaurant opens up every day. Is Burger King, like you can go to, whoever went on games or trips, when it's time to eat, how many restaurants are on one block? How many burger restaurants are in one block? Just burgers? Maybe two. Two or three. On the same block, flame broil at Burger King, whatever patties they make at McDonald's, however they do it, they do it different. What I'm saying is, is God is saying, I just want to change the, the, the internalness of you, but I'm not trying to change what makes you unique. That's why I never go to a kid and be like. You know, you have to look like this, or you have to be like this, or 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 create a system or a culture where it's like if you are not Christian like me, then you're not a Christian at all. Because God's saying, "Hey man, if, if 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 hoodies and a sweatshirt, like, do you know how many millions of people are going to be reached by you, but they may not be reached by me? That's why I teach how I teach because I'm not supposed to reach everyone. I'm supposed to teach, reach the everyones that's meant for me. So what I'm saying is. Your greatest weapon is to find your full strength and, and actually being okay with being your full self. It says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So we'll finish up because give you all time to fellowship. But let me break this down. It says, uh, be exist. Be present. Why is it important to be present everywhere? Why is it important to be present everywhere? Yes, oh, I'm sorry. Because there's lessons in everything. Lessons in everything. The Bible says, man, consider the end. Like, I got to be present. What are the two biggest, what are some of the distractions from us being present? Top distractions that hinders us from being present. Yes, the phone. How does the phone, Brev? Hinder us from being present. Um, so, um, you know, so I feel like, you, you know, you could be like taking information from whoever's talking and then you might get a notification and you start scrolling. So. And gone, then with it away. Like, every time I'm with my wife, any time with my, my daughter, man, like, I told you when I be holding her, even kids be recognizing when they don't got your full undivided attention. I'm holding my baby and I think she's asleep. So I get on my phone, I'm like, you know, you sleep, you ain't paying me no attention. I'm on my phone. She's staring right at you. She's staring through my soul. I'm like, you see through me right now. The The way you look like you, the audacity of you to be on that device. When I'm your device. <laughs> like, like this was made by Apple. I was made by you. <laughs> you, you I you, 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 I, you know what I'm saying? You, you I asy right now. <laughs> so so And so and so what I'm saying is is that my wife the same way. My wife, man, she don't care about none of this. I told y'all many times I'll be on my computer deep and thought, I'm writing a book right at number 10. I'm writing number 10 right now. And I'll be writing in my book and she'll walk by me and the laptop, sit on the couch in front of me in my little office thing and start talking. I do this right here and I close the laptop because the warfare of me not being present later is greater than the war inside of me for what I really want to do at the moment. What I mean by this, if I'm not present then I'm giving the devil an opportunity to create a war down the road. to create a ba- So if I'm not present for her, now I'm setting her up to be open for warfare later. So when a man gives her attention from the attention I wasn't giving her, now I do created a battle unnecessarily for myself. So now I realize the best warfare is not reactive warfare, it's proactive warfare. What's the difference? yes one is before the storm and one is after so now if i'm proactive i can alleviate the storm completely but if i'm reactive now the storm is here so the thing is if i'm not present for my daughter right now i didn't realize until I, when i found out my wife was conceiving i'm done after this i was doing i'm a reader bro i was reading all articles I, I i had to be prepared right and one of the articles said that a baby in the first few moments of life can they spot the parent not off of, "Oh, I look like him. Oh, I look him." It's, it's more about what I've been feeling. They said that if a baby and she looks at my face all the time, um, and every time she looks at me, I always smile, because they, told, they said that babies can feel resentment at this age. They know if they were in the way. Some of you all are feeling demonic. Like, y'all are feeling some stuff right now because that's why I'm so glad. That's why I wait, 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 wait till you're married. Wait till it's time to get married. Because if I were to marry my wife in my 20s, what kind of storm would I be creating in my daughter right now? Because my wife's 38 and I'm 37, we are fully okay with our individual selves. Meaning that. My baby is not in the way of my journey. I done wrote nine books. My money's good. Everything's good. Everything's great, right? And it's, and it's getting greater, right? So I don't have to feel like, oh, I'm gonna put you down because I gotta. It's like the grind has already been grinded, right? Now, I don't have to worry about running my baby over to get to this financial place and then she feels out of place because she felt like she was in the way. The reason why you gotta think about your children's children right now because you gotta think about the home you're gonna create for them. Like, like, like they can feel the resentment. And some of y'all right now, you are still feeling the resentment that you felt when you was four months old, three months old, because your mom and dad were too preoccupied to be focused on you. Right. And so that becomes a danger because now you're still looking for that parental connection. But the beautiful thing about God is God said, who cares if your parents was trash or the trash can? (laughs) Like, I'm the one that can replace what they Didn't do, so no matter what you're going through right now, parentally, like like you got to say, okay, God, you're my parent, (laughs) like like you're my parent, despite what they did or didn't do. But I say all I to say is, you got to be present, not only for yourself but for other people, because what's a double entendre to the word present? Present. What's another What's another word for present? What's another, what's another, uh, um, gift. Yes. Came and came to, came one of them players. <laughs> you swing that ball over. They ain't been thinking about it, came in all night and came in that corner three. Split at, There we go. Came, priest, came. I have to be present so that I can be a present. Who have you been a gift to lately? Has your presence been a present? Because that right there is warfare enough. And if we're not distra- if we're easily distracted, we can subtract something beautiful from someone that needs you. That's why with me, I have to pray. I have to worship. Because when i mean y'all's present presence, my goal is to be a present no matter where I go. And if you don't have that mentality, then you won't know who your strength is. You won't know who your source is. And you'll be tapped into your own strength supply and realize you have no supply. Any questions? Anybody want to share what they got from the Three people tell me what they got from this lesson. What was the main, main thing that stuck out to you all? Go ahead. Uh, you want to live in the present because you don't want to regret what you did in the future. That's real. So that, uh, so that you don't know, regret what you didn't do in the past. That's real, that's real. Anybody else? Yes. I learned that you um, don't just be in your own like, make sure you have the Holy Spirit. not just doing your own self because it won't work. That's real. So just trust God because He knows. He knows the beginning from the end. So That's real. That. That's real. Go ahead, and I get y'all both. Go ahead. Uh, you need okay. to stay prayed up in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It builds. It builds you up. It builds you up. Yes. Fast charge. Go ahead. Swear. We have to feed our spirit and charge our spirit and not our flesh. That's real. That's real. Anybody else? Are we good? All right. Good stuff today, y'all.